On today's episode, James Gunn returns to Guardians of the Galaxy. Jonathan Hickman gets his own house ad in Marvel Comics. Will the new mutants feature a gay romance or nah? <laughs> the boys make uneducated guesses about the next phases of the MCU. Plus this week's comics and the latest episodes of Doom Patrol and Deadly Class. This is Homo Superior. Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior, issue 83. I think I'm missing a part of that. I think I am missing a part of the song. Are you? Which what is, is I think it's supposed to be Ryan's gay and Adam's gay. They're also gay. It's Homo Superior. Oh, I love that we're workshopping as I've we're on the podcast. I've never heard that. Yeah. Really? Okay, maybe maybe I just have maybe that as a you just really want to add this extra part to it. It could be, hey, look, look, this is a DIY, you know, That's kind of work in progress. version. I've got like a two-hour version. Okay. Of right. the extended yeah. remix. It's a space opera, I'll admit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into Newsflash. Uh, first up, James Gunn is back as director of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, expected, but welcomed, wouldn't you say? Did we talk about this last week? No, it feels like it happened like 45 seconds after we It happened uh, after we like stopped recording, like- yeah. Well, well played Disney on just waiting it out, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, no one gave a shit about it now, nope. so... Get those turds out of here. They were, planning, they were probably planning to do it all along. They probably were, and then they saw... How much the Captain Marvel has brought in in box office? What is it now? Over 750 million? Yeah. Uh, and that's despite some of the negative reviews it was getting early on from some of the toxic fanboys. Right. So Disney's like, we don't fucking need you. We're going to make money hand over fist. Oh my God. So much fucking money. It yeah. made, it, Captain Marvel made more movie than they expected. More movie. More movie. More did. movie. They went way too much so movie. much more movie. They were expecting zero movie. Rotten yeah. Tomatoes is going to totally change their system up because of it. Uh, as well they should. So, uh, back to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. When do we think it's actually going to come out now? Uh, I don't know. 2022. Yeah, we just we're making up a day? Yeah. 20, yeah. No, 22 It's going to be right. September 4th, uh, 2091. <laughs> I meant the year. You Wait, don't have to give me no, the day and the time. You said September 4th, 2001? 2091. 2091, yeah. I'm busy. Washing your hair. Okay, moving on to Newsflash. Yeah. Uh, Donnie Cates and Trad Moore are launching a new Silver Surfer miniseries as a spinoff of Guardians of the Galaxy. The comic. Yes. Yeah. And this is a culmination of all the stuff that Cates has been doing with uh, Thanos and whatever. Thanos and Gamora, and, which is a, it's a really fun series. We'll, we'll get into it a little bit later on, but Donnie Cates might be one of my new favorite writers. He's great. He's I don't great. have any opinions about it. Never really love the Silver Surfer. Glad to see him get sucked into a black hole, but... Well, he's coming out the yeah, other black hole. Yeah, I'm assuming he's gone forever. Silver Surfer's one of those those guys, uh, one of those characters that can never really keep a title for a long time, but, like, all the takes are pretty interesting. Right. Because he, he's such a weird cipher of a character that it kind of works. All right, so the New Mutants movie yeah. was rumored to have a, an LGBT Ooh. romance involved. Mm-hmm. Nope. Seconds later, we found out it's yeah. just a spin-the-bottle kiss. Between Wolfsbane and Mirage. Yeah, Wolfsbane is played by Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. Yes. And Mirage, I'm not sure. It's by Blue something. Blue, Blue Cantrell. Yeah, <laughs> he's famous. Yeah. Um, but basically, that movie's never going to come out, so it doesn't matter. But speaking of gay... Well, they said they're still going to come out. And the, guy, the, the source of the rumor was a guy who's been pretty consistently right on Twitter... Who apparently has had a source within Fox? Yeah, his avatar is just a dog licking itself. So well, he's, you know, you know what what reliability is in the internet age? Means it's probably going to be Hulu because Disney yeah. doesn't really know what to do with it. They don't want to. They don't want to put that shit out. Yeah, so uh, they're looking at an August release probably. Trash. But speaking of actual gay stuff, uh, or rather LGBT stuff, DC has cast. A deaf transgender man as Jericho in the second season of the Titans, which is really exciting. Jericho is the son of Deathstroke, which is one of the perennial villains of the Titans. Yeah. Um, the guy that they cast uh, is kind of a YouTube star, and he's a model and an actor. He's very yeah. handsome. And uh, he's a deaf adv- uh, activist. Yes, he is. I was about to say advocate, and yeah. it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, and in the comics, uh, Jeff uh, Jericho, excuse me, uh, uh, couldn't speak, and I think he was deaf. And his he pow- was deafened because a gang that was trying to get to Deathstroke 
uh, was using him, so they like deafened him in the process. Somebody read their Wikipedia article. Oh, you know, I just like did like a little research. Wow, look at you, Brent. That's all I research. Okay, what's what's his power then, Brent? When he looks at someone, he makes eye contact with someone. He can uh, uh, control them with his mind. Yeah. Mind control. Well done. Also, he uses sign language to communicate with his team, which is really cool of his team to like learn sign, sign language. language. Yeah. yeah, ASL for sure. So, uh, going over to Marvel for a second, uh, there have been some house ads that we talked about last week about uh, when two species interact with each other. There's either dominance or adaptation. Dominance or friendship. I don't think it was friendship, yeah. Brent. But uh, I don't think you know anything about species, kid. They, I, I really don't. Uh, they followed up this week with just a house ad that said Hickman in black letters against white, uh, just a white background. Very, very simple. But they're going to reveal apparently this weekend what the title is going it's to be. We, oh, it's it's whatever the Comic-Con. yeah C two E two yeah. Do you have any opinions on this, Clark? Any, I'm excited for it. I'm very excited for it. I think it's actually going to be X Men. I know we talked about Eternals last week, but I'm going back to thinking it's an X title. All the stuff that I read was basically saying Hickman hasn't written for the X for Marvel mm-hmm. since like 2016. Correct. I don't feel like that's a very long time to go away. Not like, really. Maybe the time scale for comic book readers is a little bit different, but it just seems like ah, uh, yeah, he, he went away for like a couple of years and now he's back. That's... He didn't have like a, a ongoing series during that part. It was just the Secret Wars miniseries the secret wars miniseries but he was seen as like a big architect for marvel from mm-hmm. like in the early 2010s and then he just went away to do a lot of creator own stuff the rumor was that he was going to go over to dc and do the legion of superheroes which is like the far future uh space team yeah uh but that never really culminated and so marvel kind of snatched him up so it's actually a pretty big deal um right. and the rumor and like or not the rumor rather the the feeling of a lot of X fans is they really wanted him to take over the X-Men. So I really do think it's going to be X-Men. Well, if it's coming out in July, that's when, isn't that, that's when all of the right. minis for House of X-Men or whatever the fuck Age, it's called. Age, Age of X-Men. Age of X-Men. Age of X-Men. Age of X-Men. And yeah. yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. It's a perfect point. We could uh, get two series out of that. And then speaking of Hickman, his uh, creator-owned series that's been running for several years, East of West, is being developed into a drama series on by Amazon. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, and Robert Kirkman, who is the creator of Walking Dead, is going to be an executive producer of it. Less exciting. True. It should be good because the, reading the comics was like pulling fucking teeth. Was uh, like, it was it was definitely decompressed. It, it, issue by issue, that's why I gave up. I'm assuming in trade it's better, but I just um, wanted to burn really the thing bad. to the ground. Yeah. But I find that true of all of Hickman's stuff. Like, especially his creator-owned stuff. Like, oh, I could, issue okay, by issue, yeah. I don't love it as much. But what else like, has he done? Um, um, uh, Manhattan Projects, uh, Nightly News, um, Red Mask to Mars. Bunch of stuff for Image. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. that farting noise that you're making, yes. Clark. Okay. Um, so, um, the Flash movie... Uh, weird which, news? <laughs> yeah. This is weird news. Yeah. Go on. What uh, is this? Oh. Uh, the, the Flash movie, which was in kind of in development hell for a while, um, Ezra Miller and uh, uh, writer Grant Morrison are apparently writing a new script for it. I don't understand. It's still in, it's still in hell because <laughs> they are currently without a director and they've apparently gone through six directors mm-hmm. that they've thrown away. Imagine being the seventh director who's like, you're our seventh top Would you pick. say this This is DC's Gambit? Because Gambit oh, has gone yeah. through several like iterations well, of directors. DC probably has about 14 different Gambits. They had a script yeah. for this movie that was supposed to be like a fun, lighthearted, kind of Aquaman-type wacky romp. And Ezra Miller weirdly said, no, no, no. I want to write it and make it darker. And, and apparently DC... Doesn't care what they're producing no, anymore. No, they never give it. They're just going to throw money yeah, at things. Sure, why yeah. not? Aquaman made a ton of money for us. Shazam's probably going to do fine in the box office. I don't know many. I, I rarely hear of an actor ever like going. No, no, no. I'll step up to the plate and write this. And one. Then Channing like, Tatum with Gambit. This is their Gambit. But he wanted. He has been working on that project himself. Yeah. So he started. As, like, the writer for it. Okay. Yeah, that's... Yeah, apples to oranges. Oh, that was... Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that was, was, that was <laughs> so, uh, Rumor. Rumor. Uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss of Game of Thrones fame. Uh, we've talked about them taking over uh, doing the Star Wars trilogy. 
The rumor is is that it's going to be set during the Old Republic, which, which makes a lot of sense to me. Love it. Yeah. I'm fine with that. That's good. Yeah. It's way out there. Not related to any of the stuff. Can make yeah. a whole different group of people interested in Star Wars. It fits into their sort of their Game of Thrones sort of vision already of like stuff in the distant There's past. There's plenty of mythology from the games. Yeah. So now, what is the Old Republic? The Old Republic was um, like long ago, like in a galaxy far, far yeah, away. Yeah, but like longer long, and long, farther. Long, long. <laughs> they, they, there, there was the Order of. You know what? It's been so long since I've played. Yeah. Games. Did you have a shorter synopsis? Yeah. Basically, it's it's. The Republic way long ago, well before uh, the Sith came to power. They mm-hmm. were around. They fought the Jedi. It's when the Jedi were the strongest. Um, but there was a lot of intrigue during that time. Now, is this stuff that these games, are they still in continuity? That I do not know. But uh, The games are like set so far in the past that they're like... They're part of the mythology that like feeds into later Star Wars stuff, and I don't know if that was a lot of them were created before Disney, Disney did the hard reset. The, on so all they're that. Not. they're non canonical. Um, the Repub- old Republic comic books, Marvel has the rights to them now, and mm-hmm. they call them like Star yeah. Wars Legends. So it's like, oh yeah, these stories may or may not be canonical. We haven't decided yet, but right now they're outside of continuity. So that, you know, sounds yeah, pretty great. That's exciting. Uh, moving to X-Men for a second, Chris Claremont and Larry Hama are returning to Wolverine for a one-shot. Don't really care, but no. the, both both the sure. writers have been associated with Wolverine for a long time, so I'm sure somebody cares. This is their, this is Claremont's 18th return? 19th, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, American Gods returning for a third season, but they're looking for a new showrunner. Clark, <laughs> do you have any thoughts on that? Fourth showrunner in the three, the three seasons? seasons? Yeah. They just uh, fucked up left, right, and center. I haven't seen a season yet. I, I haven't started the second season I either. I started it. It's okay. It's a little bit slow. It's a little bit weird because they, and this isn't really a spoiler, but they keep, like, Shadow is still a character who's surprised by oh, mystical gosh. things. Oh, uh, as if he that. didn't just see Easter throw around a million different things. Yeah. He just saw uh, hundreds of Jesuses. So, like, like uh, <laughs> Wednesday asks him, uh, you know, do you believe... He's talking... He tells a story about mermaids, and he goes, do you believe in mermaids? And Shadow's like, uh, uh, I don't know. I guess I believe in mermaids. Just fucking believe in mermaids. Yes. <laughs> yes. The guy has lightning from his fingers. <laughs> That's why I like... Shows, comics, whatever, where people are just like, "Oh, this weird shit's already happening." We're just used to it. It's like Rick and Morty, uh, season three and four, because like once, like the galactic, even the ancillary characters kind of treat things as normal. Yeah, when they see something absolutely insane. Yeah, like that. This just exists in our world. We just got to deal with it. This is not something that I'm not used to. Episode one, Jessica Morty teleports into. The cafeteria, and she goes, "Oh, Morty, I didn't know that you had a portal gun." And yeah, <laughs> like why would she? Why would she know anything about that? Right. Uh, anyways, um, so they uh, talked a little bit about uh, Infinity War and Endgame, and um, some some of the writers and creators were saying that Th- uh, Thanos' snap, the decimation, could have happened in the first act of Endgame, but uh, Kevin uh, Feige. Uh, wanted to move it towards the end of Infinity War, which makes a ton of sense to me. Yeah. I thought when you posted this that you said it sounded good the other way. No. And I was like, what the hell? That no. sounds terrible. Ryan said that. Oh, what a fool. So I what a, a but fool. Ryan also said it the way I just said it. So is that, do you think that was part of the ending kind of reshoots, rewrites that they did surprisingly close to when it was going to be released? I think that's probably right. Um, I think they probably... Wanted to end it on a more hopeful note of like we're going to take the fight to Thanos, yeah, and then you know to be continued. And Kevin Feige no. said, "No, we trust our audience. Let's end on a on a downbeat note, uh, a la Empire Strikes Back." How could know? it not end that way? It was so perfect. Yeah, it's you had kids it's, crying in the audience. Come on, Clark was so uh, happy. He was <laughs> drinking their tears what? quite literally. Uh, well, There's the one woman who, when Black Panther disappeared, screamed, "Fuck no!" <laughs> <laughs> That was actually me. So let's move into discussion in keeping with the MCU. So they've redubbed the first three phases of the MCU as the Infinity Saga. So a question for you guys is, does this mean that we'll never see the Infinity Stones after Endgame? And then a second question is, what do we think will be the unifying theme slash threat for the next few phases? I mean, I can't... uh, I don't know where they... Where would you put the Infinity Stones once you've got... On a desk somewhere? 
Yeah, they just become used as like doorstops. <laughs> that'd be really that'd be a really funny like inside joke. Like uh, it's a paperweight or a doorstop. I just don't know. Like the gauntlet's broken. Maybe they fix it or something. Yeah. Maybe they destroy the stones in the process. It seems kind of stupid because they seem like they're supposed to be eternal. No, they just need to go. Just destroy them. I don't want to deal with them again. I agree. Yeah. But I just think like, well, what happens to them? I don't know. I mean, does Marvel come up with They seem the like they're too big and important of a thing to just go away. And, like, important for, like, the history. Like, I liked how... Uh, well, I don't want to give any spoilers. But I liked how much uh, importance there was for pe- different characters to kind of culturally experience these Infinity Stones through different generations. Mm. Uh, especially spoilers of what? Well, I didn't want to talk about, uh, you know, Captain Marvel. Oh. oh. Well, it's been two weeks since yeah, the movie okay. came out. Uh, I like that. The, I like that the space stone was included. Like yet another yeah. fucking person's affected by this goddamn I, stone. I did love that Adam forgot where the tesseract was. He's like, "Oh, that's the first time we see the tesseract." I'm like, "No, no, no!" no. It was no. also in Captain America: First Avenger. I don't you know what, what 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 would you do as a unifying thing for the next phase? Yeah, or not? Maybe not even unifying. Like, what would you want the next phase to kind of include? I'd like to see like younger teams that are. Yeah. Trying to like fight uh, Spider-Man Vulture level villains. Mm-hmm. Well, we know we're gonna get um, Kevin. What is it? Phage. Phage. Didn't he Fage. say that there are multiple groups of scrolls and they could all do different things? Some right. are good, some are bad. So they're definitely gonna get Secret War. I mean, uh, what you uh, call Secret it? Invasion. Not against them all up. Secret Invasion in there. Yeah. They're definitely gonna get Young Avengers in there. Yeah, I mean, we I just saw everyone's like, "Is that a new Hawkeye?" Kate Bishop, that's and so right. CBR was like, "Is that the better Hawkeye?" And you're like, "Fuck you!" They're both good Hawkeyes and stuff. Yeah. Goddamn, we as good as Hawkeyes can be. Yeah, um, that could be a part of it, like uh, kind of a Masters of Evil or like acts yes, of vengeance. I definitely want it to get into some sort of Thunderbolt situation by the end of all of it, where you have like a team of heroes coming together and then maybe yes. replacing the heroes. I think that would be really cool. Um, remember, the Eternals are going to be part of the next phases as well. So, Cosmic will not go away. Uh, there was an article, I think maybe of CBR, that also talked about Galactus could be waiting in like the like the wings of it, like something that's even a, like a bigger, more cosmic sort of like force of nature than even Thanos. And that's how they bring in uh, Fantastic Four. That's how like the Skrulls get like integrated again. Maybe Adam Warlock gets integrated. Um, I don't or know. They try and do some major series of events where they integrate. The X Men and the Fantastic yeah. Four. That's going to be a lot. I can like see Fantastic like, Four easily coming in with all this stuff, but the X Men seems like a, a so, whole other phase entirely. Somebody brought this up too. Speaking of X Men, you know they they kind of uh, said that uh, the way that Spider Man was reintroduced into the MCU may give us some uh, a little bit of an idea of what they might do with the X Men. Yeah, because think about when they brought in Spider Man, they didn't bring in the Daily Bugle, they didn't bring in his origin, they kind of revamped Aunt May. As kind of like a younger, hot, milfy, you know, matriarch. Marissa uh, Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Um, and they didn't have, the, like, any of the Osborne stuff from, like, the earlier films. Both, like, the Mark Webb version as well as the Sam Raimi version. Sure. So if the X-Men come in, are they going to do Professor X and Magneto again? Are they going to do Jean Grey again? Will they do Wolverine again? Or are they going to find a different angle to bring in the mutants? I think it would be weird if the mutants weren't genetically born that way yeah but maybe they say like in the process of oh. fixing all the stuff with the universe that like suddenly mutant mutations start appearing in human beings human, okay i can yeah. see that i don't want them created like the ultimate universe yeah yeah, yeah no would, i that would make me so angry no no, no I, I definitely think that they would be like a born with the you know born with the gene uh, but rather, would it would they focus on a different set of characters rather than like the ones that we've seen in like the 20th century Fox films? I, it feels like it'd be weird to not have uh, Xavier, but I mean, I guess they could do it. It would be the X Men with some other with not Xavier. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I like. I they just got to keep these those characters. They just got to. They're gonna put them on hold for like they five gotta, years. They, at least, yeah. at least. Well, they have said that all the except every, for De- oh yeah yeah except for Deadpool, they're gonna reboot everyone. No, no one's going to be the same. No, Hugh Jackman. I told all those fucks on House of of X. Oh, Clark told them. I was like, no, that's going to happen. It doesn't matter. Shut up. I love that you're like the bane of the existence of House of X. He just shows up and shakes his fist. I like to read it. You'll see. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what to do about it. (laughs) They're getting into weird arguments about stuff that doesn't matter because it's not going to happen. No, I I know. It's just they got too much time on their hands. Um, So one of our friends, um, Kyle Thomas, works for an organization 
Um, I believe the organization is called Best Kids DC, and they run an annual 5K uh, to raise money for uh, local DC kids in foster care. So it's like, it's a really great mission. It's um, a great organization. And uh, soon, I can't, I don't have the date right here, but um, they're going to be running a 5K and you guys can donate. And we would love if any of our listeners donated. Um, you can go to uh, bestkids.org. And on that page is the, um, the superhero 5K fun run. And you can click that and then go to the donate page. And if you want to just donate in general, you can. Or if you want to donate under an individual, you can donate under Kyle Thomas. Again, the website is bestkids.org. And we'll link to the site when we post uh, the this podcast. Oh, you bet your sweet ass we will. And okay. if you want to run the 5K and you're in DC, you can sign up to run. Everyone will be wearing like superhero costumes. So if you... Well, what are you going to wear, Brent? Um, I don't know. Oh, I know what day it is. It's April 20th, okay. I think. Okay. 420? Work. It's on 420. I think so. I think it's on 420 intentionally. All right. Yeah, intentionally to get these kids <laughs> okay. away from the Maryland. Uh, I will go day. as blunt. You are right. Oh, I'll it's go as the Flash. April 20th at Haynes Point. You, I'll go as Ezra Miller. How yeah. about that? Oh, you'll just be carrying a script around <laughs> saying, no, 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 no. no, no. This is darker. what I want to write it. It has to be darker. So, yes, uh, wonderful charity. Please donate. Um, and if you're in D.C., please decide to run, if you can, on 420. And we'll link, uh, we'll link it to... Is that a Saturday? Uh, yes. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Best Kids D.C. Best D- Kids D.C. Is that your Stranger Things? Yeah, that's my Stranger Things. That's pretty good. All right, so the, the third season trailer just dropped. It's from 1985. Uh, there are certain things that are happening, including uh, the sheriff running for mayor, the kids all growing up. Uh, 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 Dustin, is that his it's name? A, yeah, du- yeah, Dustin. Dustin and the older kid are working. Steve, on Steve are working. Steve, Thank you. That's the only name I know because he's the best character. The, the only character I know is Will. What? Will. Oh, and then Eleven. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Dustin and Steve are working in an ice cream parlor apparently with Winona Ryder. Uh, that's what I really got. It from wasn't the Winona Ryder. It wasn't. That, no. was, that was an act. That's She's the, not. That, that's like an actress who's like a, the daughter probably like of like a nineteen-year-old girl. Well, it's yeah. quite obvious. I no, didn't she, really pay attention woman. to the trailer. She did a woman. Uh, look like Winona Ryder, but it's not. It's like the actress of some, the daughter <laughs> of some famous actor actress couple. Daughter um, of Winona Ryder, maybe. I don't think it's. I don't think it's Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder have children. I don't know. Look that up. This is important. I want to know. <laughs> uh, but but I do know that Gary Busey's son also is in it. Oh, that dude's a oh, weirdo. Oh, no, he's crazy. Uh, he, the, he, he only had a very brief yeah. shot, and it's an undershot of him and his teeth just glaring as he walks forward in a hallway. Oh, yeah. God. Spooky. Now that, uh, that's supposed to be six months, six months after... Season two? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, uh, season two was not as good as season one. I still have fond memories of it, and this trailer got me a little excited. Uh, I think what... Stranger Things is really great. Uh, what they've been able to do, especially with their trailers, is the use of music along with the imagery. Yeah. And they used a Who song. Um, Bob O'Reilly. Yeah. Was it Bob O'Reilly? Yeah. Okay. Um, as the... Uh, yeah, you're right. As the as the music that they, that they uh, interspersed the images with. And it kind of... I don't know. It seemed kind of cool. It gave me Strange some vibe. song to do for 1885. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 1885. True. Sure. But, uh, the uh, I think uh, the thing that I'm looking forward to is that the kids look like they're a little bit older. They've already kind of... There's some character who said, we're not kids anymore. Yeah. We can't always be together. And so I'm hoping they move into the... like next age range of kids movie type parodies where yeah or not parodies but like homages homages so that's they're like uh, a loss of movies. innocence i was thinking standby lost boys, yeah. Actually, yeah. Lost boys. Yeah. or lost boys both are very good examples of 80s films yeah that this is definitely evoking because it was like the first one was a little bit like gremlins meets you know uh, goonies Goonies was, yeah, definitely Goonies, yeah, Goonies. but what's the Tom Hanks film that he did that was about Dungeons and Dragons way back when? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, that, that reminded me a little bit of that, but like the second uh, season was a little bit Ghostbusters. This could be like a Stand By, stand by Me or, or uh, Lost Boys kind of a thing. I thought there was only supposed to be three seasons, but I guess I'm mistaken. 
they're going to try and do four or five? I don't know. They'll just keep going until they want to stop. I don't know. Okay. Do you think they're going to do bring in... Remember the one episode in the second season that was all about Eleven no. finding those other, like... Those other, like, you know, basically other movies. Other versions, 1 through 14 or whatever uh, the fuck yeah. they were. Oh, they're going to bring them in into season I guess 3. So. Oh, yeah. I'd hope so. Yeah, I really didn't like that episode, but not, maybe they can I bring I don't it. want any of them. Maybe they can integrate it a little bit better. I don't know. Well, that one was a problem just because I think the episode order for it was wrong. Mm-hmm. They just completely stopped really interesting uh-huh. suspense for it. Sure. Um, and it could have been set up more nicely, I think. Well, everything that happened with Eleven in season two, I just didn't care about. Yeah, hopefully she's wandering a, around everywhere. Hopefully, well, she was separated so much from the main cast that, that like it didn't really work. I think she's definitely more integrated into the cast this season. Yeah. From we, also, in the trailer. we also get to see um, what's her name the the sister. The, what's the black kid's name? Oh yeah, yeah, but like the like they they, they started they started they, the they started put that dating. on a website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they started dating yes. at the end of the second season, and her brother's there as a lifeguard in the third season. So the his sister though yes. is going to be part oh, of the I group. Loved his a sister. larger part of the group. Yeah, um, she looks like she's in more adventurous stuff. Yeah, I also think the monster looked really amazing. It did. Well, so is that? Do we think it's another demigorgon or is it like another kind of monster? That's a different kind of monster. That's for right. sure. Yeah, they're going Resident Evil on us now, which is exciting. Uh, maybe. And then what's that douche's name? Who is the Red Ranger in Power Rangers? Who is the like the older brother, bad boy of? Oh yeah, the lifeguard. He's yeah, gonna go like straight evil, but in this one, looks like you think so? Yeah, maybe. Episode, episode three is called like where is bad the missing, boy goes missing straight evil? The missing lifeguard or something. So that could either be him or the. Is it really other? Yeah, oh, maybe oh. he goes gets killed. But there was also a lifeguard that he like. A female uh, actor. Point okay. them to. She could be the new uh, Barbara. Barb. 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 All right, let's talk about some comic books. We had quite a few that come out this week. We had three uh, in the X universe and then three outside. So why don't we talk about the X books first? Sure. Uh, so we had two uh, Age of X Men miniseries: Next Gen number two and Nightcrawler number two, and then Uncanny X Men number fourteen. Which ones do you guys? Let's wanna... get rid of Nightcrawler first because it's kind of boring and. It's my least favorite part of Age of X-Men. Sure. It's trying to be like a kind of almost noir type Eyes story. Eyes wide shut with the, with the masks. Yeah. And it's just not super interesting. I, I like it's Mercury as a prostitute. Yeah. I, I think it's a good mood setter more than a good comic itself, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's whatever. It's definitely building out the world, but it might be the most extraneous of... All six miniseries. I'm in for uh, Nightcrawler wearing a turtleneck all the way. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Oh, I like that we have um, Miss uh, Mastermind number three in it. Reagan Wingard. Yeah, I, she's my favorite Mastermind. Yeah, actually. me too. Sorry, I don't know if they have variations of Mastermind are. There are three. There's a Jason Wingard, creepo the first father, one. and his two daughters, but also Pixie's one, his third daughter. Was oh, Mastermind right. the one who made Jean Grey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, rumored that Jessica Chastain could be playing a version of Mastermind in... I see. But uh, he could Dark be Phoenix. like Mastermind 2 or something, or 3. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did like the like the Eyes Wide Shut, like, underground, like, speakeasy. It seems a lot stupider to wear a mask if you're blue and have a tail. Yes! That <laughs> bothered me or, so bad! Or if everybody kind of, like, it's... I don't think it's... I think everybody realizes, yeah, we know who you are, but it's just kind of an understanding... You know, we're not going to talk about this outside of, of yeah, this plot. Yeah, okay. But so it's it's more of a flourish than an actual than an actual other, like you know disguise. Wearing like a, a hood or something could probably be better. But, but you still see the tail. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a weird thing to try and you know try and be able to hide. But he's and he's an X Man and he's a movie star. So like he's, he's like so one of the most famous. Yeah, uh, I do like that they're bringing in Mystique in the next issue though. I like how they the child's name is TJ, which works perfectly because that's Nocturne's name. In Exiles. Oh, that's right. Same, uh, same name. Same. Yeah, it's Nightcrawler's daughter. All right, let's talk about Alternate that. Alternate universe. I want to talk about Next Gen. Talk about Next Gen. Next Gen. Let's do it. Glob Herman's uh, BioWax apparently um, is uh, protects him from uh, X-Man's uh, changed utopian view of the world. Reality it's so work. fucking weird. I love it. That's great. Yeah. 
Uh, I like that he can dump it on someone and then he loses size because of it. Uh, he yeah. looks so thin. Yeah, I, and over the course of the episode, he gets larger and I larger. Know. He's been working out. He's been eating better. I'm so for him. <laughs> he just said his squirt stuff on a woman and he was fine. Yeah. He pretends that uh, he's been writing uh, fan fiction, yeah. which is really his way of just trying to keep track and remember all the stuff that's happened so far. Very clever. I love that he's playing the role of Bishop uh, from uh, Bishop's role in Age of Apocalypse. Bishop's also playing Bishop's role. Sort of, yeah. The elements of Mind Wipes, um, the secret society that's kind of of kids that are forming a kind of uh, super extreme terrorist terrorist organization is great. Uh, And Maggot's part of them. And is he, is I'm glad he, to see Maggot this, again. Is he getting this from the, the magic gr- juice from Apocalypse and the Extracts? I think so. I think yes. they're the ones who are providing it to this group to of, the children. of the children, Maggot, and I don't recognize who the other others are. Um, t- Transonic, and I just forgot her name because I wasn't looking at the page. She's got a. Uh, she's got like a, match. Match is one of it's them. It's called I, Unveil. I don't know her name. I don't know. I know Match is there. I know. Oh, Match is the one that looks like the Human His Torch. Flooded, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she looks like she's got like the apocalypse lips, you know, where like the the stuff coming down on her face. She just like, has eyes. The the purple girl. Purple girl. Oh, that's Transonic. Oh, that's Transonic. Okay. I don't know who this girl is. Oh, um, some girl. There's some girl in there. Look at page something. I don't and like there that. She is. I don't like that we've called him anal because now it seems like he's doing poppers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and then he finds out the truth. Yeah, that's how. Oh, that's the fucking truth. great. Deep truths. Yeah, uh, this is a this is one of the better miniseries. I think I like this, and I like Prisoner X. I think I, the it's most. the only ones I'm keeping to read in paper form. Okay, the other, the other ones, ones I've all fucked through them off. All right, let's uh, talk about un- fucked through them off. Let's talk about Uncanny. Digging it. I love it. What yeah. did you love the most about it? Uh, I like that Val Cooper is back. Uh, she's one of my favorite, like, amazing. one of my favorite, like, ancillary characters. Yeah. She was always played, like, kind of, like, the governmental liaison to, like, uh, the mutants and to the X-Men. Right. And she was uh, the uh, liaison for the X-Factor, the government X-Factor series. She's always, yeah, like, the one who has to rein them in but doesn't want to. I yeah. don't know how to explain her. Yeah, she's, like, uh, in every 80s cop movie, she's, like, the chief that's, like, you're a loose cannon. But you get results. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yep. she knows to handle the team with care. Yeah, and they have like she's got to appear tough, but she's got to have a degree of leeway with. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly right. I like that they're working with Dark Beast. They don't fucking trust him because they shouldn't. Oh, he's fucking nuts. Yeah, he's he's insane. No, he, I love how he's fucked up spider legs now. They're just slowly grabbing anyone who is ever bad and. and... And just integrating this team. And yeah, Dark Beast is like, I'm in the X-Men now. The yeah. one thing I will <laughs> no, say, you are not, sir. as much as I loved uh, Churchnia or whatever, they didn't call it Ch- Chernia. 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 This reminds me a lot of like the stuff that's happening in X-Force already. That's what I kind of thought was going on, but I realized it's Chernia, not Blazvlozhizela. Is that what it is in <laughs> no, X-Force? No, no. <laughs> they just make up some. They just add like C's and H's and Y's and N's. I'm actually very surprised that they didn't try to integrate the two because um, they were trying to create like a, a homeland for the Morlocks. Yeah. Give them a place no. that they'd be safe and they didn't try to bring in the X-Force stuff. We don't want is... that. We don't want them to know the other team even exists. Yeah. Isn't that kind of the point right now? Maybe, yeah. but it just seems like a weird like convergence that isn't coming together. Yeah, maybe they maybe they changed it at the last minute. Yeah. Um, I think Ryan's favorite part was the fact that the New Mutants were called the Spooky Kids. Oh, he did with, like, yeah. spook, Spooky yeah. November. Uh, let, him, let him go. The Spooky Kids can get him. And then it's Magic and Wolfsbane. Mirage. And Mirage, and Mirage yeah. yeah. And Mirage uh, has uh, got the Warlock stuff. Spooky. Very spooky. It's so spooky. And then I the, like those kids more and more. Oh, they're great. And then the end, uh, Steve Rogers comes to Harry's hideaway and says, Scott, we gotta talk. Which is the last time that they really spoke, they were uh, adversaries, so this is going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next it. issue. I'm excited. Uh, see, now that Hickman's coming back and possibly working with him, I kind of don't want him to be on Uncanny. I want him to be on, like, X-Men. Or I want like, them to both be happening at once. Or create, like, a, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. going too well now. I want, don't want this to uh, immediately Rosen- stop. Rosenberg is a very talented yes. writer. Um, how powerful is magic? Because she seems to be able to stop very. any number of people... 
very easily. 100% like one of the most powerful like mutants that exists. Okay. Yeah, she's very... Because she's got her own mutant power, but she's also got mystical powers because of being in limbo for so long. I see. Um, so those were the three X-books. The other three books that we read this week were Venom number 12, Friendly Neighborhood number... Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number four, and Guardians of the Galaxy number three. Guardians is fucking killing oh, it. Oh, it's so good. I absolutely love it. I love the two teams... Uh, like the good Guardians, quote unquote, and the Dark Guardians, uh, yeah. Star Fox's team, and like you kind of see this, the Dark Guardians, you see their point of view very well. Like they're like, we got to fucking stop this madman, and we think that the key is Gamora. We got to yeah. stop her. Uh, Hela is such a badass. Oh, I love Hela. And then I did. That's what I was going to talk about. We were just talking about. Um, shoot, lost his name. I had Silver Surfer is getting his own series. They're 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 going to do it. Um, all the other people that got sucked through that yeah. haven't been talked about. Yeah, they're also going to get a in the first issue of yeah. a miniseries. Yeah, they're okay. going to get yeah. no. They're just going to get a one issue um, annual. Oh, where it's it's from Cosmo's point of view. So it's this cosmonaut dog yes. talking about all five of the characters that's that did right. not get on either team. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy annual. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's really cool. So that's a good way of using an annual, yeah. rather than something that's like supposed to be the characters within the story overlapping with what they're supposed to actually be doing yeah. in that story. Um, but anyways, yeah. Adam's back not to... Adam's not here, but I'm sure when he saw Annihilus, he probably started screaming because he oh, loves love Annihilus. And he loves the Annihilation mm-hmm. miniseries. Well, I thought he would have started screaming because he saw himself in the comic as these bird <laughs> people. It's a bond. It counts. Yeah, when uh, Hela basically like says all this stuff about Nihilus, the Lord of the Antimatter Universe, firstborn son of Oblivion, the Living Death of Walks, adorable. What a great fucking punchline to like that setup. I think everyone. The thing that I like about this is that every character seems super concentrated to what they are yeah and no one says stupid things that are a waste of time like nova i've never seen him before and i'm like that guy's a great hero yeah i really is. like the way Nova's he's portrayed amazing. nova is especially this version of nova is probably one of my favorites mm-hmm. we're brent i'm gonna lend you my annihilation st- uh, okay. series i think you really so like good. it it's so good it's good like uh space opera war comics mm-hmm. uh the <laughs> your dad is fine line yeah it's great yeah 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 uh, I love Beta Ray Bill, uh, kind of like telling Groot, I didn't really care for this ruse. Mm. Yes. You're lucky you're an eight foot tall Asgardian horse monster with a giant hammer. You're sure, okay, get out of here. Now, uh, is Guardians going to tie into War of the Realms or not? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. There's no tie-in. I haven't seen a tie-in either. But I don't want make... them to. Really? Oh god, Hella's in it though. Yeah, yeah you gotta, you gotta. You right? kind of have to. Oh, yeah, and Beta Ray Bill, but yeah. the hammer. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk Never about the two Arachnid books. We got Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man number four and Venom number twelve. Um, I dig both. Um, I think uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man number four was a good culmination of the arc, mostly because I like the interaction between Human Torch and Peter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. I did not expect. So much uh, municipal issues to come up uh, in a superhero yeah, comic. From the fact <laughs> that their elevators are destroying the actual streets yeah. to the mayoral conflict between, uh, I want to say, underground Donald Trump yeah. and overground Donald Trump. Wilson uh, Fitz? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's a good use of uh, Fisk as mayor, which has been around for a couple of years now. Uh, Spider-Man does not care about his face being seen because half of his mask is... Yeah, he really is like, oh, no one knows my half a face. Yeah. Except for my other friend. I'm sure Mephisto will just come in and make everybody forget again. Uh, And then it ends on a cliffhanger, of course, with uh, Aunt May telling him that she has cancer. Oh, and his normal human senses tingle, which is sad. Do I feel bad that, like, I just don't care about this series? No, it's okay. Um... I read all four issues like at once because I was losing interest and my interest was regained because sometimes like reading stuff in like long arcs, like you get to see some of the the major story decisions that the mm. writer's making. I like I, it. I think each individual issue is fine on its own. It's it hasn't really bored me. Well, I, I think fine. Like... I think fine is what I would say. Yeah, I love this panel though. I'm oh. obsessed with the panel of Spider-Man fighting the guys. Yeah, dodging bullets, trying to help save a cat. The cat scratches his arm, and he's got to make a mental note to go get a tetanus uh, shot. Yes, or else he get cat scratch fever. He hasn't yeah. gotten a tetanus shot. Well, Spider Man, he forgets things sometimes. Um, 
I mean, I'm still into this book. I like it. Let's talk about Venom number 12. Um, I found out just now that I hadn't read it, so I don't know. Oh, oh okay. He's a father, though, right? He He's a, is the father. Yeah. It's a pretty dark fucking comic. Yeah. Uh, we find out that um, his girlfriend, wife... What was... What's girlfriend, the, wife. Girl, uh, what's the relationship? The basically, mo- yeah, the, she was the mom of the kid. The mom of the mother... Baby mama. Baby mama... Uh, she goes to um, Grandpa's house. Grandpa's house and leaves the kid with him because she merged at some point with Venom uh, and was like, "This this is way too dangerous for my kid. I can't let yep. him grow up in this kind of environment." And um, the Venom suit regains its ability to constitute constitute as Venom instead of being like the kind of attack dog mm. and goes and saves the kid and. Does a sad kind of uh, Harry and the Hendersons or like the Hulk? Like I gotta leave. I can't. <laughs> yeah, be, I can't get, be fine. Get out of here. Just get out of here. Out of here. Oh, no, you guys will be better without me. Yeah. Be better, both of you. Yeah, exactly. And then so the next few issues, uh, while it's a War of the Realms tie-in, Donny Cates is taking a break. So I think we're gonna. So take we don't a break. need to read them. We're gonna take a break as well. But we are reading War of Kings. War of Realms. Yes, Jesus we're reading. Christ. I just mix them all up all the time. Yes, you do. Is Secret it important to read all the war. Thor up until the War of Realms? Uh, I think it would be helpful. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm And Thor, I've been rebuying it. Like It's it's, 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 it's great. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. I mean, I liked it. I didn't know why we stopped. But. I don't know. Uh, both Adam and Ryan squawked their way of saying, No! No more! And, then, and one of one other person. I did not. I, I still. And I still, I know, I still I bought it. So I still, it wasn't me. Uh, I it wanted must to keep reading. Been Kalen. I continue to buy it. All right. Let's, I own every issue in hard copy. Let's talk about some television. We have two episodes. One episode yes. of Doom Patrol, and then the season finale of Deadly Class. Let's which start was, with Doom Patrol because I didn't watch it, so I can speak at the very end. Okay. Both episodes <laughs> are nuts in a good way. Um, I think. That this was the first episode where it was appropriately nuts for how nuts they were acting like it was. Yeah. Um, I think the Eye of the Forgotten Mystery uh, clan is weird, uh, but not in a way that was really interesting. Because almost every show that has a mystical element has some organization of the Eye. Yeah. But I think that this resolution of having a time travel kind of event via narration... To create another organization, another cult that does the exact same but opposite thing. Fucking clever. It's great. Yeah. The fact that they had a psych ward try and like renegotiate the terms of what the cult would support. Yeah. So they had a bell for a dog. And I love that. And I love that. Like the rest of them, uh, one of them has has the mission to wake up uh, the doctor, one of Jane's like uh, iterations. Right. And the the others. Their only mission was to dance, and when then they show up, oh, yeah. they're dancing to "Ring My Bell," which is I was like, "Oh, that's a great song." It's great, and then it's like, "Oh, it's about ringing the bell." It's like trying to remind her to do that to create the recreator. What did you make of Cyborg being so upset at uh, Nigel for siding with, like, working with Mister Nobody? I thought that was an unreasonable protestation, like. It's the end of the world. Yeah, the end of the world makes strange bedfellows. So, pardon the pun, but I think Cyborg sees the world in black and white because he's trying to be like a Justice League type superhero. That's, That's what he's That was not. He's, yeah. just, he's aspiring to be like a Justice League type type <laughs> hero. Um, it's a really bad pun. Like, let's just, let's just, I don't let's even just like that. No. Let's just, it's let's... just that Clark piped up about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Clark, keep it as on the straight and narrow. But I don't think the other heroes are like that. Maybe he models himself out as Superman. Yeah, that's the other ones. The other ones don't even call, consider themselves heroes. He's the one that's like out there patrolling, fighting crime, and wants to be like a top tier hero in the DC universe. Whereas the rest of these guys are just misfits. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, uh, Mister the Invisible Man's <coughs> uh, whining is about to stop. Negative Man. Yeah, Negative Man. Yeah, that he's gonna start. You know, changing a little bit with the spirit. Yeah. Because that is not interesting at all to me. It's been super boring. Um, I'm in love with Rita. Uh, I love when she's talking to the kid who had the book written on him. Yeah. And then he just kind of disappears. Oh, that's fucked up. And and then she, like, she can't control her face. 
and it just turns into like the. But she does a better job of controlling herself now that she's like focused, and so she can like use her powers more effectively. For sure, but she uh, she was so sad when that happened that like it completely. It was such a great visual cue that she uh, didn't expect that to happen. Uh, And as well, as far as like this story arc goes, what do you think? I think that this is doing a better job than say Sabrina. Of trying to balance a larger story arc and also kind of mini side stories. For sure. And I know we've talked about this before. I think it's the way that the shows are coming out weekly. I think uh, they have to be able to give us something uh, like that's a fairly full story in, in an episode versus like a Netflix that they, you know, we can make allowances for something that could be a throwaway episode or decompress so we don't, you know, get. Uh, like a full meal when we're, we're watching one discrete episode. Right. I like it. It's great. Um, and I love that they basically introduced the name Doom Patrol at the end of uh, episode five. Yeah. And Jane goes, what the fuck is Doom Patrol? Yeah. While she's painting. Great. I love it. Let's talk about Deadly Class season finale. Thoughts? Clark, what'd you think? Just a minute. I was finishing reading Venom while you were talking. Uh, so okay. I, couldn't, I didn't want to be spoiled. Uh, okay. Oh, it's great. I absolutely love Deadly Class so hard. I'm worried it's going to end, though, because they still haven't announced that it's... Um, I read a little bit about it. They say that, like, shows that have worse ratings have been renewed, like Winona Earp. Um, and so... Yeah, but I mean, I already talked about the 300% thing and everything. So I'm assuming it won't, but it, it still scares me. They haven't already said yes. Well, they ended on a fucking cliffhanger, oh, so that was cool. better renew it. Yeah. It's a good cliffhanger. It's a great resolution for a season. Yeah. Everything is moved along at a nice pace. Yeah. yeah. The character development's been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Fuckface got his ass chewed out by a goddamn dog that he was fucking, fucking. before. Oh, I loved when... Um, I got a lot of, like, Ramsey Bolton out of that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I yeah. Very exciting. I oh, like, for sure. I Brian Posehn somehow has made a... <laughs> Uh, has been in, like, almost every episode. Yeah, and then he's, like, filming at the end. <laughs> it's yes. so fucking weird. <laughs> he uh, fucks the dogs. Oh, awful. Dogs. Um, I love Saya in that episode where she becomes a realization. You guys are all ticks just sucking the blood yeah. out of me. I need, like, getting away from you. Like, I don't know why the fuck I got involved with you people in the first place. I think that's a very natural progression for that character. Uh, do we think that, uh, what's it, Carmen? What's the... Maria. 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 Yeah. Um, do we think that she is actually legitimately crazy? Yeah. Because that seems like a she's very... She's got very extreme bipolar disorder. She is total... Bi- I mean, oh, crazy. Right. Yeah, right. she's bipolar. Yeah. She's off her medication. Yeah. She must have it to the nth degree. I just... It's always an, a little bit annoying when a team goes in for a fight. Yeah. And then they fight amongst each other. Oh, I was annoyed, but also I think that was very valid because she was not in her right mind, period. And also the fact that, like, uh, Marcus was supposed to spend the night with her the night before. And she knows that, was like, she, he was, she was so mad. She knows that he went off with Saya. Yeah. And, like, the fact that he didn't come home at all. It's like, oh, you... Like, she'd been suspecting him for a while. You... T- and they did but they she doesn't did. know he pooped himself uh she could smell it yeah wait she, she came late yeah, she yeah. came late for the pooping conversation yeah that went on a little long uh yeah but i mean we also went on a little long we talked about it with it proportionally i think for a character who shit themselves they talked about it a fair amount what did you think of the uh blatant tarantino homage when uh saya and maria face off the and then siren they, noise the siren the noise the kill will, yeah, yeah that's amazing i absolutely loved it i thought it was okay i thought it was too heavy-handed it pulled me out of the show a little really bit. Yeah. it did uh it, like I was like, oh, it makes sense, and clearly Tarantino isn't the one who invented it because he was homaging like right. you know Grindhouse films mm-hmm. uh, from from years past. Uh, but it definitely felt that the Russo brothers, whoever directed this episode, uh, were definitely aping Tarantino rather than aping whatever he was. Aping. I think the reason why it pulled me out more than say when Marcus is running down the street. And there's the flashing red behind him and the very dramatic faces. Yeah. Oh, in, the previous episode? Yeah. And I was like, what? Is because that was a scene that felt like it had its own structure of these two people fighting. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly there's this very weird style change in the middle of the scene. Rather than the scene kind of beginning with that and you realize, you know right. that you accept it as being an artistic way of expressing something different. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the... Um, 
other storyline that was happening in the episode, which is the headmaster and his daughter running away from Maria's family. Yeah. Um, and also from his sister. I think that was incredibly, like, uh, visceral, and it almost gave me a heart attack. That, I mean, this entire this whole thing, gave, yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, this person's going to die. Then. I mean, I, I knew from the get-go... I, well, because I read the co- uh, I know what happens in the comics. Yeah. Uh, Irish boy was gonna go. Yeah, he kind of told him. He told us he's, way earlier that he was gonna die. He's the most ancillary yeah. of like the the group of kids. Uh, the dude with the spiked hair. Yeah, 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 no, no. I was just thinking. I thought he was. I actually thought he was gonna survive. I thought that if he was gonna die, it was gonna be when the knife got pressed into his chest uh, because the camera just kept holding on that kind of shot. Yeah, uh, and I. To me, it seemed like, oh, they're really just going to make you watch a guy have a knife, you know, shoved into his stomach. No, sternum. he just needs to get killed in a totally unrelated way later on. So the... Uh, but anyways, yes. Uh, but the the stuff with the headmaster and his daughter, uh, I was just like... The direction, uh, mm. the cinematography, the action was incredibly heartbreaking because I didn't think that he, neither he nor his daughter had any plot armor. And I, I yeah, because uh, I, I haven't read the comics that as far as Clark has. He so did. I was like, either one of them could die, uh, and the show would be completely merciless with them. Wow, I was worried she would. I knew he was going to survive because his sister doesn't exist in the comics. Oh, she who, doesn't. Who the hell would be in charge of the school? Oh, okay. They could have a new headmaster, kind of like some person, and really fuck it up. No, because like a uh, Dolores Umbridge, yeah, type. He's working on his on his own comic and his the TV show. He's not going to kill off the, his like lead head guy of the school he's working on. Yeah, maybe. I just haven't read as far as you have, so I only read I, the first six and I gave up because I didn't like it. First six issues. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the uh, this season actually goes up to the first two trades, which they mm-hmm. want to say is the first twelve issues or ten issues. Yeah. So like, uh, I've I've read up. Uh, I've read that far. I haven't read any further than that. And the second trade paperback ends right where this episode ends with Maria's family finding Marcus Maria and the son's son's head and then shooting uh, the the Irish guy. I uh, I think there's going to be a second season and I'm really hopeful to see what happens to the the fat rich kid. Yes. Shabner, now that both of his parents have been because married. Both, dead. both yeah. of his parents are dead. She got shot through the face or the back of the head and she had a pig mask on. Uh, Weird. He, his estate has been destroyed by a brutal, you know, 12 person homicide. Yeah. Um, and part of that brutality is going to be at in his hands because he told um, the headmaster, headmistress or whatever her name is. Gao. Gao. Madam Gao. Uh, where he she could send the Mexican cartel, right? Uh, I think that's great. I think he's, he's in for uh, an Oedipalian level of like sadness. It's mm. gonna be brutal, but he deserves it. Yeah. So fuck him. Next week on Home <laughs> Superior, we're gonna talk about the sixth episode of Doom Patrol. We've got Age of X Men Extremist number two, Mister and Mrs X number nine, X Force number five. And mm. how do you want to end this, Brent? Pew, 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 pew. We're home with Superior. Pew. We're firing things. Wait, I was, I was just going to, whatever. Pew, pew, pew. We're home with Superior. It's over.